welcome back to Wonder Girl Podcast. It's your host, Ella Otto, and today is the first episode of the Sister Series. So, I'm going to first introduce you guys to my sister, Amara Otto. So, Amara, how old are you? Where do you go to college? And what are you majoring in? Hello, guys. I'm Amara. I'm 19 currently, and I go to the University of Minnesota, and I'm studying psychology right now. Would you say that psychology is your main passion right now, or what are you most interested in in college right now? Are there any classes that you're leaning more towards? Um, yeah, no, I'm really interested in psychology right now. It's a field I really enjoy. Um, I'm also really interested in my spirituality courses that I'm taking and my writing courses, and yeah, I'm really enjoying it all. Sounds great. So for this episode, I really wanted to specifically talk about sort of self-care and the idea of self-care in college and kind of what that ultimately looks like. Um, So I guess I'll start by asking you, what was the most difficult thing about transitioning from the high school lifestyle to the college lifestyle? Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, I think for me personally, I mean, my mental health has always been a struggle for me throughout high school, but that kind of intensified with college when I was put in a new setting. And um, something else would be just um, creating new community and um, finding people that I could rely on and not just relying on the friends that I had before. And that was a very, yeah, that was a very difficult transition transition for me. And um, I mean, I'm still working on it and all of that, but... I would, I would like to ask... So would you say that in high school it, it was just much easier to say that it was much easier to have that foundation of community where it was less of a struggle than, as you said, and then going into college it kind of became more of a struggle, I guess? Could you elaborate on oh, why yeah. that was? Yes, for sure. Um, well, I guess would be one thing is that where I lived, I mean, I had you guys around me, I had mom and dad. Uh, I was always in a setting of people that I knew cared about me. And um, school, high school is a very set structure where you see the same people every day. You hang out with the same people on the weekends usually. And it's just very, you have everything kind of set up for you. And But just college is not like that. You really have to find it for yourself and really reach out. Yeah, that's totally, that makes a lot of sense. So, so I guess, so yeah, so you mentioned that the most stressful thing was kind of finding connections to people. Um, would you say that the structure of the actual academic structure um, was more stressful or less stressful than high school? Oh, yeah, that's a very good question. Um, for me, I guess um, the viewpoint is that, I, I mean, I'm sure many high school teachers put out is that cost, college is way more stressful and way more work, but I just, in my opinion, that just isn't true. Um, I feel like high school is very challenging for me um, because I learn in a certain way, and that is, and I don't learn with a ton of structure. That's not the best way I learn. Um, high school More is very independent learner. Kind. Yes, for sure. And um, I just I don't really vibe well with the whole six hours per day go to school. And I always did sports, so it was like two, maybe even three or plus hours after school for sports. And I just really didn't have time for work and sleep, and that was really difficult. But yeah. in college. Um, We'll definitely get into the importance of sleep, particularly, I'm sure, because that's definitely something that is sacrificed often in high school, and I can definitely relate with kind of 
having a different learning style where like these structured like six hours per day or however many hours, mm-hmm. like the same classes every day isn't really super beneficial for a lot of reasons. Like I, I know I personally thrive off of more independence and, you know, I go to St. Paul Conservatory for Performing Arts. So we have a little bit of a different schedule and it, it allows for a little bit more independence and we do have A and B days. So the classes switch off, which I which I really like, and I think that variety can be really helpful. Right. Um, I guess um, an interesting thing is that I feel like I'm getting the best sleep I have in four years wow. in college, and that's... That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's really great. So, yeah, so I guess going into more of the self-care practices and, like, managing self-care in college, what what does self-care... I guess, what does self-care mean to you? Um, self-care is... It's so broad. It's on so many levels. I think self-care, there's, like, mental self-care. There's physical self-care. There's spiritual self-care. There's emotional self-care. I just really think there's so many things. Are all of them equally important? Um, I think that a really balanced approach is the best approach. I really think that I feel like I've had times where – I'll be physically healthy and I'll be running and I'll be working out, but I really won't be dealing with um, my mental issues and that that's a problem. And I really think, yeah, that's I a guess good. on a, a little aside, I guess I can totally relate to maybe neglecting using physical manners or physical activity to kind of neglect um, different thought processes. And I know personally what I've been doing to kind of, incorporate a little bit more of the emotional self-care is I've been going to a therapist now and that's kind of a new thing for me and I think there shouldn't really I don't think there I think the stigma around going to a therapist has been declining significantly just because people are realizing that you don't have to have a problem so to say or you don't have to feel like feel like you have a problem to go to therapy and to really seek benefits from it which is for me the benefits are just being able to talk to someone that knows how to respond and and ultimately just give you advice on how to right. take care of yourself. No, yeah, right. I mean, the first thing I did when I got on campus actually was to go sign up for therapy because I'd never had that. So, so going into now, I guess, is what – I guess we're going into now a little bit more of what – methods of self-care you use and you said that going to therapy in college is definitely a great idea and is that a free service for college students um yes yes yep it, it is free um in court in if you get about free 12 sessions per year with that's the great health, yes so definitely that's a great resource to use um as a as a method for self-care and what other methods do you find crucial? So you mentioned earlier getting sleep. Is that definitely, you'd say, that's a really important way to care for yourself in right. college? No, yeah, that's it's very, very crucial. I remember at the beginning of the year, probably that was what was contributing to my depressive episode was that um, I wasn't managing my time very well, and I was staying up very late to do assignments when I could have just been doing them in the day kind of thing, and that really took a toll when I kept repeatedly doing that. Yeah, I think there's definitely a stereotype about the college student. Oh, you never get any sleep. Um, you're working on papers all night. Yeah. I think, is that just, is that like a certain scene, like a party scene, or is that just an overdone stereotype? 
Um, I think it's very dependent. It's very dependent on your area. It's very dependent, I guess, on how well you want to do. I mean, I definitely, I mean, I think, in my opinion, if you can manage really well, I don't think you have to be losing that you it's not a necessity to lose so much sleep there it definitely is time time management yes is but I think also but um on another note if there's many people that work full-time for college that can't afford it and I, so I really think that's that's an issue and that's that's something to be considered I think it is can be very difficult for some people to get sleep because of those factors of college working in college yes yeah. that's really that's a really good point so as far as methods we have going to therapy as a resource, we have really managing your time in a beneficial way and getting your sleep if you can. Um, are there any other, I know you're into um, kind of holistic health and that kind of thing. Are there any other self-care practices that you have regarding that? Right. Um, I think one of that would just be um, being artistic and painting. I've really felt solace in that this year. Um, also, about a year ago, I got really into crystal healing and what that means just learning more about that and that was yeah I guess just feeling more connected to nature that way connecting to nature so yeah definitely I what I heard from that is a creative outlet can be really essential for self-care and in general and the crystal healing is really cool like I don't know a ton about crystal healing but I think like if the listeners are interested we could totally do another episode about Mm -hmm. like your knowledge on crystal healing and what that does. But you said overall crystal healing just provides the benefits of connecting you more to nature and whatnot. Yes, and I truly believe in, I don't know, the power of nature. And I definitely have, um, there are just different um, benefits, which eat with the, just the elements of each stone that really do help um, a person like physically and mentally. And I definitely have felt that. So could you say that, like, maybe if someone doesn't totally understand the the methods of crystal healing, could they receive some benefits from just, like, experiencing nature, going out for a walk or something like that? No, for sure. I mean, there are many other ways to connect with nature. That's just one of my personal favorites. It's just a ritual of mine. I think there are many um, rituals within nature that can be done. Just I definitely have, like, going on walks and um, just, uh, yeah, just there's so many ways to interact with nature. It's incredible. So what are the all the different ways of self – what are the all di- the different types of self-care? So I think we said you, – you mentioned there's spiritual, emotional, physical. Mental. I, mental. So is that, are those the main four? Yes, I, if I'm not forgetting any. Yeah. <laughs> so those are the main four we're talking yes, about. So yes. I think we've covered pretty much – so physical – Yes. For physical um, self-care, obviously like sleep can contribute to that. Drinking water, probably mm-hmm. <laughs> eating kind of semi regularly and nutritious things, um, and then getting some physical activity, but not letting that kind of distract from any other mental or emotional problems you might be having. Yeah, and I guess sometimes the physical can be useful to aid with the mental and emotional distress, mm-hmm. but it should not be used to cover it up. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. And then for the emotional, we said therapy is a great mm-hmm. source. Even just talking to a friend, I think, could probably help. It's oh, like definitely, having someone definitely. to really talk to, which is really honestly what a therapist is. So mm-hmm. that's great. And then spiritual well-being or spiritual self-care, what is that particularly? Um, I feel 
um, that my like spirituality self and environment class that I'm currently taking right now really delves into that. And I guess some of the experiences I've had this year, such as um, me going on my spring break trip and falling off of a cliff. That's another story. <laughs> That's a, That's no a whole other, other podcast. podcast. A whole other podcast. <laughs> but that has really led to me to having um, just really, really thinking about my spirit. Like what, I, and I guess it doesn't need to be... Um, it can be fluid. It can be fluid. I, um, I really see my spirituality as just my worldview in general. I feel like it's very important to keep up that I have a positive worldview and that just feeling a part like an, of an interconnected part of the universe and just my community and all of that is just really important in factoring into my spiritual health. And also that feeling like I have a purpose and a destiny, um, but also feeling like I have personal power and I have personal power to change my life. I really feel like that's important to me. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I guess I, I really resonate with that kind of spiritual mindset. Lately, I've been listening to honestly just other podcasters. And one thing that I don't, I can't exactly remember which podcast I was listening to, but really talking about positive reactions to negative circumstances, which I think really kind of is interconnected with what you were discussing and just like how that can really affect your mindset. And also, this is kind of a whole other topic, but non-attachment in the sense that if you lose something, like valuing, valuing your life not based on the um, external circumstances, I guess is what I'll sum up by saying. Yeah, that, I mean, that totally, what you were saying totally explains kind of my situation with my accident. I feel like um, that definitely just hits on two really important points that I felt from that. Um, just that um, after my accident, I feel like I was the most positive I've been in so long, and I really had to let go. I mean, I would, had planned for this trip. I had to do all the work to get all the stuff ready. We had to drive, like, how many hours out to Arches State Park where I was staying. And just when I fell, there was just a lot of things I had to accept just about, I mean, my physical abilities – and also just the fact that I wasn't able to continue along on the trip. And I think just my mindset was very crucial in my recovery, my fast recovery. And yeah, it was, it was really invaluable. So that's really, yeah. Yeah. So to sum it up, spiritual is mindset. Yes, for sure. Super mindset important. is so important. Thank you for sharing your tips and your perspective on a college life and self-care in that manner. I think it's super important I think, yeah, like you said, all aspects are important and not neglecting or overthinking one aspect is really great. Yeah, I think another thing is something that I've, I think probably the most beneficial thing that I've learned this year is that, I mean, it seems simple, but it's really hard to follow through the actions of it. Just accepting that every college experience is different. Mm -hmm. And I didn't always feel like I was going through like the typical college experience. Like everyone had all of their new friend groups and seemed really stable in that. And it just seemed like they were thriving in all areas social. And that was really difficult for me. And I think that's okay that that was difficult. And it still continues to be something I work on. But I think that it's, I guess, coming um, just accepting what your college experience like means and like what it brings to you just it's more it just helps you accept yourself even more and that's really what it has for me yeah so finding your reason for college and for your experience is really key well that's awesome thank you so much for being on my podcast and sharing these insights with me 
Um, if you guys like the sister series, I plan on keeping it up. We're going to have a bunch of new different topics and to chat about. To chat about. We have more casual ones. We can talk about Instagram or something. Yeah. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to Wonder Girl Podcast. We are on a mission to uncover the wonders of life and just the wonders in our everyday people. This is just my sister here, but I still learned so much just by talking to her and asking her these questions, and I hope you guys can learn from her as well. And again, it's your host, Ella Otto, and stay tuned for the next episode of Wonder Girl Podcast. Bye.